I have been delegated to introduce Roger Kaker. Uh, Roger has been in the ministry for 41 years. He pastored for 35 at five different churches. He's been retired since 2016. He's married to his wife, Sheila. I told her a few minutes ago the last time Roger was in the pulpit, she wasn't here, and we talked about it, but we'd say it was pretty good. We, we, we. <laughs> she also is a uh, librarian assistant at Chowan College, at Chowan University. They have one boy, Tommy. Tommy has uh, preached a revival for us. He is truly on fire for the Lord. They have two girls. One of them is work Farm Bureau, and the other one Crop Insurance. Roger is a graduate of Southeastern Seminar, and so Tom, Roger, after the choir has sung, we're going to come forward and bring your message. good? All right. Maybe I won't hit anything as I put it back down out of the way. Good to be back with you uh, again today, and I really enjoyed myself, and I got to see, I got back yonder is my good friend James Hester, and I said, James, can I talk about you today? I'm just going to tell you, James is a good friend of mine. <laughs> but it was good to good to see him. We've been knowing each other just a few years. Today, and as far as the scripture goes, I'm going to jump around a little bit, but most of it's going to be tied in together. First uh, Thessalonians 5:18, Psalms 100 verses 4 and 5, and First Chronicles 16:34. And so as we look at those scriptures, you're going to realize this has to do with Thanksgiving. Been, this is Thanksgiving week. And how many woke up this morning and said, thank you, Lord, that I'm awake? You know, I woke up this morning, I said, thank you, Lord, that Conway's going to get to hear me preach today. And uh, now I, I, did say, I did thank him for that I would be able to come here and, and share the Lord's word with you. And, you know, every day should be a day of giving thanks, you know. And sometimes we forget about that. And so many times in our worship services, you know, uh, we go all year long and then we remember about Thanksgiving, then we think about Christmas, and then we think about Easter. But it seems like in between, we forget about those special days. And those special days should be uh, thought about each and every day and be thankful for those days. So we need to take time to, to be thankful. I'm going to read the three verse, uh, the three scriptures before I get started, and then uh, refer back to them. But uh, 
Thessalonians, Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And then as we look at the, the psalmist, in Psalms 100, verses 4 and 5, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures for all generations. And then, of course, First Chronicles 15, excuse me, 16, 34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And that's something we all can, can do today. Uh, as I was thinking about this message and thinking about what I could say to you, um, most of us probably could stand up today and start telling what we can actually be thankful for, for the blessings that we have received from God, and probably either one of you could take up the whole, the whole time that we have left thinking. I remember my ministry, though, they, sometimes uh, around Thanksgiving we'd have a time when people could stand up and say what they were thankful for, and I've heard, had some, some people that were older than I was stand up and say, well, I am thankful that God saved me when I was 10 years old. And they sat down. Well, they might be 80 years now. And so God has not done anything for them that they can be thankful for in the last 70 years. You know. And, and, and so when we start thinking about what we're thankful for, and, and I am, I'm thankful that God saved me. Uh, that, that's the number one thing to be thankful for, that he loved me enough that he gave his son Jesus on the cross for me and it saved my soul. I'm thankful for that, but I'm thankful for a lot of things in my life. I'm a Vietnam vet. I'm thankful that I got through that. I'm thankful that he gave me a faithful wife. I'm thankful that he gave me beautiful children. I'm, I'm, you know, I could go on and on and on. And so we need to realize that we need to be thankful each and every day of our lives. But as we get to the scriptures, it tells us to do some things that sometimes are very difficult to do. And that comes from 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Listen to these words again. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the hard one of those uh, three references I'm going to be sharing with you today. Because it would be awful hard to wake up one morning and say, Lord, I just thank you that I got fired from my job today. Think about it. But the scripture says, give thanks in all things. So, how can you be thankful for that? I know a situation of pastors who get uh, asked to leave their, their, their church all of a sudden, you know. And I heard a man say one time, said, you know, you can look back on things like that and eventually be thankful for it. And they said, well, how in the world can you be thankful for being told you're no longer wanted? But then as the years go by and you look back, at that particular situation, whether it's a pastor or worse, you're on a job, uh, your, your own personal job, who you're working at, you get, you get released. Whatever the situation might be, you look back, and then you begin to see where you learned something from that experience that carried over in your life and made you better person for it. Now, when it's happening, that's not, that's not a good thing to go up and tell somebody, say, well... You'll be thankful for that one of these days. And they said, well, you want to trade places with me since you're so thankful? 
So it is hard to give thanks in everything. I had a lady tell me one time that being a child of God was the easiest thing in the world. I said, well, I must be going to the wrong church. Being a Christian is hard, folks, because everybody wants to push you down for one thing. So we say, Lord, thank you for those hardships. But you know why we have those hardships and why we need to be thankful for them? Because it separates all that mess from the gold. As the Bible tells us about the ore and how the heat puts and gets away all the impurities and it refines you, it makes you into what God wanted you to be in the beginning. And we don't get there overnight. I had a lady tell me one time, said, Preacher, how do you get to be where you are in life? And at that point in time in my life, I think I was about 42, 43 years old. And I told her, I said, well, I was saved when I was 13, so it's taken me about 30 years to get to this point now. She said, well, that's how old you are now. I said, yeah, he's still working on me. And I'm thankful that he's still working on me. Because you know and I know that we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to mess up sometimes. So I'm thankful for, for those times that I mess up that God forgives me. And so when he says, give thanks in all things, that's probably one of the hardest instructions we do have because we face a lot of things in life. People get mad at us. Uh, we have misfortunes. We lose jobs. We might have a automobile wreck where we get a leg broke or anything. We might even lose a family member in a terrible accident, you know. And it's just hard to say, Lord, thank you for that situation. But God's going to work with us in all those situations, and we're going to be a stronger vessel for him in the long run. And as they always say, it's easier said than done, isn't it? Easier said than, than done. But I do try to give thanks in everything. Sometimes it takes me a, a little while, maybe a day, or a week, a month, a year, two years, whatever. And I can look at that and see where the benefits run. But it's hard sometimes to do what the Word of God tells us to do. And here at Thanksgiving time, we need to remember that. And the second scripture I share with you is probably the easiest of them. It says, Enter to his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. I am so thankful that I can praise him. And in my ministry as pastors I've had, during the week I would go to the church because I'm not the best singer in the world, people. I could start singing and probably clear this place out in just a few minutes. But uh, my last choir thought I could really sing, and my wife said, really? But uh, anyway, that's another story. Uh, but I would go, and I would get the hymn book, and I'd get behind the pulpit, and I'd open up, and I'd just sing away. I know it didn't sound good, but I still sing away. Wasn't nobody there. Wasn't nobody there to tell me to be quiet, to stop singing, whatever. And one day, the cleaning lady walked in. I bet she thought somebody had been beat half to death. But, you know, I, I'm thankful that, you know, 
The Lord didn't tell me I had to carry a tune. He said, sing praises to his name. So that's what I do. You know, you've heard those saying that everybody can, anybody can sing in the shower. Don't get mad. I was in the shower one day singing. She walks in the bathroom. She said, you all right. <laughs> you know, Tommy's done told that story two or three times already. We're thankful for our son. You know, he preached a revival here and all that, and he's down at Southwestern and all that kind of stuff. And uh, every once in a while, he looks at me and his mom, and he says, I just love old people. <laughs> I don't know what, exactly what he means by that. But he's always telling us something on us sometimes at church, you know. So, But, you know, I can, I can walk in the church. If you can't come to church expecting to hear something that makes your heart just feel good, then why are you coming? See, because the truth of the matter is, if you come not expecting anything, guess what? You're not going to get anything. But if you're coming expecting for God to tell you something that you need to hear, then you're probably going to hear it. You know. And if you can't praise God just for the simple fact of who he is. I mean, you've heard the old saying, my dad can beat your dad, you know, or and this, that, and the other. Or, my dad's bigger than your dad. Well, my God is bigger than anybody. And I can rejoice and praise his name for that. And knowing no matter what happens to me, no matter what might happen to my family, he will take care of us. Either here or there. Lady, one time she asked me, she said, Preacher, she said, you want to be alive when Jesus comes or you want to be dead? I said, mercy, I want to be alive. I want to look to the east. I want to see him coming. I want to be thankful the fact that I saw something so majestic, so powerful, so wonderful happening in life. She says, I want to be dead. I said, why? She said, the Bible says those in who are dead in Christ, will rise first. And I looked at her and I said, do you know how long a twinkling of an eye is? I want to be living. I, I want to be able to say, praise God, there he comes. So much to be thankful for. This is one of the verses that we can really do with, with not, we don't even have to hardly even try to if we're child of the king. You know? I'm... I, I'm, I'm just thankful that people will sit there and listen to me talk. You know, I had a, I had a friend of mine that's in the church that licensed me and ordained me, and she would try to give me a compliment. You know how it is when you try to give somebody a compliment and you mess up right off the bat, and then you try to fix it? You know, you say, Lord, help me fix this thing. Please, Lord, help me fix this thing. Well, she come up to me, bless her heart, as some people say down in the south, bless her heart. She said, Roger, I know you're going to be a good preacher, probably a great preacher, because you love to run your mouth. <laughs> and then she said, that didn't sound right, did it? <laughs> I said, it's okay. She said, let me, let me. And then she tried to make it better. And finally I told her, I said, it's fine, I understand. I understand. <laughs> so, but I am thankful for those people who try to lift me up, even when it doesn't sound right. So... We can always praise him. 
always praise him for all the wonderful things that he does to us. First Chronicles 16.34 is really a special verse when you come and think about it. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. God undoubtedly wants us to remember that because as I read that and I kept going over in different areas in the Bible time and time again, I, I know just, just in the few things I flipped through, I saw about 10 or 15 references where you saw almost the identical words, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. If he repeats it that much time in his in his word, that many times in his word, it must be something he wants us to really think about and to realize. You know, he is good. Now, some of my churches we'd open up and I say God is good, and they would say all the time. Then I say all the time they say God is good. It's true. But we have people out there in the world that would say, well, if your God is such a loving God, why is all these terrible things happening? Well, they're happening because he gave us freedom to choose and make decisions on our own. And some people make bad decisions. And some of those bad decisions that bad people make affect good people. It's that simple. But when you start to read the scriptures and know that the Lord, he is good and his mercy endures forever. Also, I remember that scripture in John where it says that Jesus says, my father gave you, me, to Jesus. And he says, and nothing can pluck you out of my hand. So I'm thankful knowing just on that that I am secure. I'm not perfect. I'll make mistakes. As they say, he's still working on me. As people sing that song, he's still working on me, and he's still working on me. He's still working on you. Because as long as we're breathing, there's probably something needs to be changed about us some way, somehow. But he's always good. Brother James can testify. We were talking earlier. I shared with him about a gentleman in my church who gave a good amount of money to the church on a regular basis. And somebody asked him, said, why do you give so much to the church? He said, because I learned a long time ago you cannot outgive God. You cannot outgive God. And when I think about my life and, and just in, and just in the, the little things, in the little things, I have been so blessed that every morning that I wake up, I should, when I wake up, the first thing I should be is, is just thanking God for another day that he might have the opportunity to bless me and I might have the opportunity to share the good news of Jesus Christ with someone. But I'm afraid that I don't do that every day. I should, but I don't. Some people say they do every day. I don't have to come out the word for that, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I get up, and the first thing when I get up, Something hurts. And that's what I'm thinking about. Something hurts. 
And it's just like the older couple, they were woke up one morning and her husband asked her, said, how are you this morning? She says, I'm dead. He said, what? She says, I'm dead. What in the world makes you say you're dead? Nothing hurts. <laughs> You've had that, those few moments when nothing hurts? Be thankful that nothing hurts one morning. And also be thankful for the pain because that means you're still living too. But God is good. He gets us through all those little things in life. Another thing that we need to be thankful for and praise His name because it's good. Have you ever just been down and you really didn't want to do, do anything? You didn't want to talk to anybody? And somebody come up to you, or somebody called you on the phone, and you answered it, whatever the situation might have been, and they said, well, just thinking about you today and just wondering how you are doing. Don't it make you feel good when somebody does something like that? And all it cost them was just a few seconds, but oh, the benefit that you received from it. I've had that happen time and time again in my life. You know. So we've got so much to be thankful for. Over and over. You know, and, and sometimes, I know this has happened to me, we, we, we'll be having a chain prayer. And, and, and in that prayer, people will be saying what they're thankful for. You know, maybe I've already had my little bit. And most of the time being a pastor, I usually close. But I've been in services where I wasn't the pastor there, but I joined in. And you ever you ever tell what you were thankful for in your little shame prayer? And then you get to listen, and you say, you know, I could have said that too. And I could have said that too. And I could have said that too. And everybody keeps saying something different, but you realize that those same things happen in your life. But because someone else said it, it brought it back to your memory. I don't know how much I've got to be thankful for that I can't remember anymore. You know, just like this morning I got up to go in the other room. I was going to get my phone, what it was. But just as I got to the door of the room where my phone was, I forgot what I was going after. And I stopped. I know this never happened to any of y'all. Y'all too young. And, and Brother James is too knowledgeable. But I stood there, and I stood there. And fortunately for me, it came back in just a few seconds. So I went and got my phone. But I have forgot it. And to this day, it still hasn't come back. I don't, it's out there somewhere. Only the Lord knows. But I'm thankful that even those things I forget, so far, had none of them been of great importance. But most of all, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, and I'm thankful for that. That's something I'll never forget, those words that we learned in Vacation Bible School. Thankful for those teachers who, who taught us as we were growing up. And most of the time, if you admit it like I did when I was 8, 9, 10 years old, I went to Vacation Bible School for the Kool-Aid and the cookies. And back home where I grew up, 
One church would have vacation Bible school one week, and another have it the next week, another next week, next week, next week. So there was about four or five weeks there that I had Kool-Aid and cookies every day, except Saturdays and Sundays. Of course, his mama took care of that then. But I'm thankful for those times. I'm thankful for those people in my life. You you think from this, I, I was always thankful to have the opportunity to, to share God's word because, uh, you know, my health issues now. But I, I got to go back to the church I grew up in. And it was homecoming. And I was thinking about what am I going to talk about? And the first thing I did, I thanked those people in my, that was in my life growing up as a child because sometimes we don't do that they may be somebody in this church that you're real thankful for things they have said or done in your life but you never really let them know how much you appreciated that and so one of the ladies that I was thankful for the Lord had then called her home but I did still mention her name. And before I left there, one of her children came up to me and thanked me for that. But I try to remember there's people in my life that has touched my life, you know, outside of my immediate family. And so, oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good and his mercy endures forever every once in a while I run up on somebody I hadn't seen in a long time and I thank God to have gotten to meet their acquaintance once again friendships are important and sometimes our friends they move away and they go places but we always give thanks to God for those people he put in our lives it's easy to sing praises it's easy to thank God for all those other things. The hard part is thanking God for the things that we don't really like happening to us. But when we mix it all together, it's this thing called life. But one thing's for sure, I'm thankful that God keeps his promises because you know what's going to happen one day? He's going to look over at the sun He's going to say, son, go get your church. And oh, what a day that's going to be. And, you, and the sad part of it is, when it happens, those lost souls out there that have rejected and talked bad about God and all that kind of stuff, they're going to recognize it too. That's my understanding of the word. But when we're called up in heaven where we had already died or where we were alive when Jesus comes again, everything will be great. We won't be thinking about how sad it is that so-and-so didn't make it. We won't be thinking that way. Because if we did, we'd be sad. And what does the Bible say? There'd be no sadness. There'd be tears, no pain, no heartache. No hurt. I'm thankful for that day that, you know, I'll be able to run and jump again without anybody chasing me. Isn't God great? 
in it. We serve a, a mighty God. And I know we, we, we look out in the world and we see all the, the tragedies and things that have happened in the last few weeks and actually over the last few years. And churches are wondering, what in the world are we going to do next? You know? But whatever happens, my God's in charge. And it'll work out all right. Just remember that. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we come to you, Lord, we're, and we celebrate this week, Father, Father, put it in our minds that we don't just celebrate this week, but we celebrate and are thankful for each and every day of our lives because you bless us each and every day. And Father, if there's one here this morning that doesn't know your son Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior, Father, we just pray that your Holy Spirit will move in them in such a way that they'll want to be able to feel about the future in a very positive way, knowing that you're going to take care of them. Father, all of us need to rededicate our life to you probably each and every day of our lives because every day is different. And Father, we're thankful we have the opportunity to come to your house today and to study your word in Sunday school and to worship you in this hour here and just be reminded of how good you have been to us. For all these things we ask in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. The hymn of invitation is, Because I have been given much. Love thy word and deep, thus shall thy thanks be thanked. 